What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. That's right. This is your favorite geeky podcast. And tonight, well, tonight it is the ultimate character face-off second edition. That's right. We're doing it again. Now, there is going to be a little bit of a caveat here, guys. We aren't just going to be doing a big spool of characters. First of all, we are only doing villains. And we tried to keep it down to our top eight. And when we mean top eight is we mean the top eight heavy hitters. I'm here for Rob GPT. There you go. I mean, listen, the, we're, we're going to be talking to the AI quite a bit tonight uh, because some of these matchups are going to be whew, a little bit crazy. Uh, guys, again, like I was saying, uh, what we're going to be doing tonight, we're going to keep this to the heavy hitters, the world destroyers, the big guys, and we're only going to let the wheel pick the first matchups. Do you want to refresh people's memories as to how this works for anybody that didn't tune into the last one? I will do that after I talk to you guys. Sure. <laughs> Always. Uh, my co-host, Atka. Messiah Complex Cosplay. How you doing, yep. buddy? Oh, it's just fucking grand. How how are you? Wow. Couldn't, okay. Couldn't be any better. Just living life to the fullest, loving every single second of it. Rob, the bad guy, I keep haranguing Rob to join us more and more often on the podcast because I remember early on, he's like, fuck you guys, I'm not coming on. And now he's like, well, come on if you ask me. And now he's like, hey, guys, can I be on? So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm wheedling him down, guys. I'm wheedling him down. <laughs> What's happening, Rob? What's going on? Slowly turning into a regular. Yeah, yeah slowly. I'm not uh, I'm not always here. But um, yeah, when I looked at what tonight's topic was and all the characters, I was like, questioning the choice but you know what we're gonna we're gonna work with the ais here only have version 3.5 but uh we'll see <laughs> we're already taking jabs here already yeah, taking exactly. jabs oh, at <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know by the way rob work rob doesn't just work in it rob tell, why don't you tell them uh, as far as the ai goes uh how that affects your everyday work life <laughs> yeah i dabble in the ai at work he but, sure does uh, <laughs> So he, you're not wrong, Victoria. He is Rob GPT today. So, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, some folks joining us. Uh, Stephanie from Red Moon Glassworks saying she's a uh, high gang. I'm popping in and as I'm working. Uh, Wayne Covey saying the three cool. amigos. Well, we're going to have to figure out who's who. Uh, in massage now. So I'd like to think I'm Steve Martin, but, you know. Collectively. You, you, absolutely. <laughs> I'd like to be Chevy Chase, personally. Yeah, I mean, but that makes him Martin short. So, yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, okay, you know, I'm okay with you know, that. Uh, that kind of works. Kind of works for me. There you go. You know. I forget the song now, but <laughs> I'd break it into a song, but I can't remember what it Thank was. Thank God he forgot yeah. the song. <laughs> yeah. I almost just started making something up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's an onion. Good evening. Good evening. It's an onion. How you doing? Yeah, tonight is the UCF. Now, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. I remember the first time they ran the UCF, I wasn't here. So mm -hmm. I am oh, not as yeah. familiar with the format of this mm -hmm. as these guys are. Uh, at the very least, JS is, I think, is the only one that's been on for both of them. So, correct. Yeah, correct. You're 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 uh, driving the ship tonight, buddy. We did uh, split uh, UCF, the original UCF, into two shows, just because. Well, for one, we had sixteen characters, or we're going to pick sixteen characters, do the round of sixteen for the first episode, and then do the quarters, semis, and finals on the second episode, which I think you were on for both, Rob, weren't you? I was, yes. There you go. Uh, Michael Myers was on for at least one of them, if not both of them as well. Uh, 
So, you know, I, by the way, guys, Michael was supposed to actually be here with us tonight. He's not feeling very well. So, you know, drop him a message. Wish him uh, a get well soon. Um, hopefully you feel better, bud. Um, how this is going to work? Well, it's very simple. For every matchup, we will bring up the Wheel of Names. Wheel and, of names and the names. Wheel will pick a name. Names. The names <laughs> of the matchups. <laughs> yeah. Now, here you can actually see who the matchups, well, not who the matchups, but who the names are. Uh, Trigon, Surter, the Anti Monitor, Brainiac, Dark Side, Galactus, Doomsday, and Thanos. Those are our eight heavy hitting, world destroying characters that we picked for UCF2. I think that's what we're going to do more in the future as well. As we do more of these, if we want these to be more entertaining, I think we're going to need to have less fight. We're going to pick the matchups. We're going to pick the matchups that we think we want to see. And then we discuss around those and argue like, you know, the 14-year-old geeks that we still are. <laughs> um, I think before we get started, we got to go through some stuff. We got to talk about some stuff. Some housekeeping. First of all, guys, if you're new to this channel, please make sure you click that subscribe button. It really helps us out. It's absolutely free, and it'll make sure you get notified. Well, if you click the little bell anyway, it'll make sure you get notified every time you upload a video or go live. Clicking that like button really helps the algorithm, the algorithm as well. So if you're liking what you're seeing, click the like button. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Now, uh, we have officially released our theme days for Toronto Comic Con. That's right. We posted that on the Instagrams. We posted that yesterday. Uh, thank you very much, Producer Jen, who put the uh, post together. We are going to be doing DC on Friday. Uh, 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 well, Predator, we're doing the Predators, but Villains again on the Saturday. Saturday has kind of become the Villains and Monsters days, I feel like. And, you know, we got to keep that going, I think. Uh, and then doing Star Wars on Sunday. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Um, I think by posting. Our lineup kind of spoiled the news, which I don't know if it's really news because it's a little bit late, but that's right. We're going to be at Toronto Comic Con. We have official confirmation. We've got a booth. We're going to be on the main floor, level 300 of the North Building uh, with the rest of the community booth. So that will be, I think, a lot of like Comic Con last year. I think if we look at uh, how it was set up and how a lot of the community booths were together, I think they're going to have a similar setup. So as soon as we find out a little bit more about the floor plan, where we're going to be, we'll let you guys know. That typically doesn't come until like a week before the show. So yeah. we will let you know. Uh, do you want to talk about what lineups you guys are going to be doing at Comic-Con? Might as well. Sure. Why don't, well, why don't you start? Yeah. Now I'm working really, really hard to get things done for uh, the Friday. I really, really want at least the basic. It won't be fully done, but the basic freeze. Hopefully get that done for DC Day. Uh, Predator, like I said, on Saturday. And I'm going to be wearing my Revan on Sunday, which might be one of the last times you actually see me in my Revan because I have other Star Wars plans. So. Nice. That's those in the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am ditching the bat and I'm going to be asking people if they want to know how I got these scars. So there's going to be a lot of Joker going on. So the ledger Joker specifically, I'm not doing the Lido Joker because I don't feel like 
killing myself in the next month by not eating anything and getting that that skinny. So, uh, yeah, Ledger Joker. And then Saturday is going to be I'm teaming up with Midlife Cosplay. I don't know if he made the transition over or not, but myself and Mr. Richard Bakari are going to be doing uh, Hellboy and Cronin from the mm -hmm. original Hellboy film. Uh, I will be Cronin to stick with the villain side of things. And then uh, Sunday, uh, our good friend, she's in the chat right now, Christina. Uh, Christina messaged me and she's like, you know, I've always wanted to do Spider-Man. I don't have a spider suit. So how about I lend you my Stormtrooper kit and you lend me a spider suit? And I was like, that sounds like a great fucking deal for me. So I am going to be a Stormtrooper on Sunday, uh, but you're you're definitely going to see. I don't know what day Christina is going to wear. The, I'm hoping she joins us for Star Wars Day and then she wears the Spider-Man on a different day. But I mean, it's up to her. Okay? Yeah, I mean, that would be fantastic. Yeah. And, but I do know there's going to be some folks that are going to be joining us for Star Wars Day on Sunday. So I'll be a TK. Uh, I've already heard from a couple of other dudes that are like, oh, we're doing Star Wars on Sunday. Awesome. I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring that. So very excited for that. Rob, what about you? What's your lineup for TCC? So my lineup, I'm going to work backwards, actually. Sa Sunday, I'm going to be doing Kylo Ren for Star Wars Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Saturday is always my favorite day, Villains Day. I'm super excited to see what uh, you and Rich are gonna are gonna do, Jeff. Mm -hmm. um, and then on Friday, I am hoping to pull together something new. I am also ditching the Riddler for DC. Mm -hmm. uh, I need a break from that one. It's it's very hot. It's it's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna put on a different mask instead, which isn't that much different. And I'm also gonna do a Joker. Which I cleared with Jeff before I came to this conclusion, but I'm going to do the bank robber Joker from Dark Knight. Ah, excellent. So we're both technically doing the same Joker, just the at different Joker, points in the movie, different scenes yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever doesn't kill you only makes you. That's what I'm going to try and do. Yeah. What uh, what what part of the movie are you doing, Jeff? Are you doing the uh uh? Uh, it's the nurse, the, nurse Joker. No, I, <laughs> dude, I would love to put together the Nurse Joker. I don't have enough time for that, but no, just, just his, the main look, the long purple jacket, the, the vest, the green vest, the checkered shirt, the tie, like the gloves, you know. The yeah, hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the actual, yeah. So, the main outfit when you think of him, like the one that he took all the promo yeah, yeah, photos yeah. in, that, that, that one. That's what I've got. Excellent. The one I've done before. Yeah. So it should be a good time. Yeah, we should be having fun. So. Got, yeah, we did switch it this year, guys. We've done DC on Sunday every single time we've done DC. Yeah. And I'm like, and no, no slight to anybody, but we seem to be getting the same people out over and over again. I thought, hey, if we change the day, maybe that will motivate people, some different people to come out. And, of course, we still want to see all our regulars come out. Too. I was just going to say, I'm hoping yeah, everybody yeah. still yeah. puts Please, their DC costumes and come out on the uh, on the Friday in their DC costumes instead of on Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. No, it should be oh, by the way, if you didn't know, guys, I did find out that Toronto Comic Con show hours this year have changed. Really? And Friday is now a full day. Friday is 10 to 7, like Saturday, which is 10 to 7. And then Sunday is 10 to 5. Yep. So Friday is no longer a half day. Um, Weren't we commenting about that last year? I thought we were commenting about that last year, that the Friday had... Did they did they do that last year as well? I thought, I thought, I thought we a, I thought when we were kind of wandering on the Friday and we were talking to some of the vendors when we were doing the live, we were talking about how it was a full day and it was fucking packed and everything else. Maybe maybe mm. I'm maybe I'm misremembering. But I don't anyway. know. Either way, Regardless. either way, it is. Packed. Oh, so Christina yeah. says it was a full day last year too. Okay, yeah, well there you go. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I don't remember <laughs> clearly. 
Um, oh, I do okay. remember us setting up on the Thursday night. I mean, we were drinking the whole time, so it's you know that's probably why we don't. Remember. Shh, be telling oh, me. I'm. I, I didn't mean, say that. Are, I didn't say that all out at all. Come on. Sorry, man. Come on, there are kids at these events, right? There, none of them are in the chat. <laughs> Who gives a shit? They all know we were drinking the whole time. Half of them were drinking with us, for God's sakes. <laughs> Christ Almighty. Anyways, yes, guys, we are going to be at TCC. Uh, sad news to report, though. Uh, fellow geek Megan is not going to be joining mm. us. Uh, she's moving like the weekend before or something like that. So. There's just no way for her to be able to fit that in with everything else. That or the she's weekend after? On. I thought it was the but weekend it's, after. It's, it's, it's right around there anyway. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, editor Megan will not be joining us. As far as I know, though, the rest of the crew will be there. Uh, Producer Jen, who you don't see here, will obviously be joining us, as well as her sister Jamie. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. we got the rest. Oh, and we are also losing Teresa, our photographer, as well. So, it's 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 there's some sadness to go along with this. Teresa just need a break, needs a break overall from cons. I'm not letting anything out of the bag. She's talked about it publicly. So, uh, yes, our, our fabulous photographer that's mm. so good at, at organizing the photo shoots and such and getting cosplayers to, to get where they need to go. She won't be joining us this year for any of the cons. So, um, yeah. Yeah, the meetups aren't going to be the same uh, without her. That's for sure. No, they sure uh, aren't. But, you know, she has a new job, and there's a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, I... I can completely appreciate and and no, you know, Teresa course, did all this with us for free, right? Like yeah. she did it to hang out with us. Like, do you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. uh we can't appreciate enough what she did for us over the last couple of years. I mean, it's been amazing. Um, so the moral of the story, yeah. guy, by the way, guys, is is very late. We'll still do the photo meetups and we'll still even organize people by groups and stuff, but we're not gonna have one central photographer that's gonna take a bunch of pictures and then post them mm -hmm. online for you guys to get. In a lot of cases, it's going to be take your own shots and that kind of thing, or someone grab phones and whatever yeah. it's going to be. So a little bit of a change in the setup, but mm -hmm. don't you worry. We're still going to be. Unless somehow us. we're able to find somebody that's willing to donate their time and, and you know. And energy and uh, money. And energy and, and take some and pictures liver. for the yep. group <laughs> and liver. Well, that's always yep. important. If you're going to be joining us, yeah, uh, one of these liver. cons. That's right. Strong yeah. liver. It's going to take a beating. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Anyway, um, that's the news. By the way, uh, I just want to make sure everybody knows we won't have a specific set place. We are planning on all going out on the Saturday night after the show. Get some food, get some drinks, have fun, hang out with everybody. So, again, we'll let you know what our plans are as we get closer to the day. We probably won't have any reservations anywhere just because everywhere downtown Toronto is asking for friggin' um what do they call it? Like a minimum spend. Right. And I mean, you know, I mean, I, I I'm sorry, as much as I love all you guys, I mean, I can't afford thousands of dollars in minimum spend at the bar. Yeah, what are we doing? Bottle show, service? Right? Like we're not fucking like yeah, big it's pimping, right? Like ridiculous <laughs> how expensive it is. So I think what we'll have to do is we'll have to pick a place, show up at the place, and, you know, just take over, basically. That's what we do, right? Um, I, I, I was fine with the hotel bar last year, but, I mean, I get it. Now, the hotel bar is expensive, and the food's not very good, and, you know. Yeah, but it's right there. Anyways, I, I know it's right there, but. Continue. There's Finger a lot ring. of stuff that's right there, right? <laughs> oh, you know, we're boring. downtown Toronto. Uh, should we start the first matchup? Sure. Should we spin the yeah. wheel? 
that is what we are here to do. All right. So let's see. Who's going to be the first fighter? UCF2. Oh, right off the bat, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's right. Deanti Monitor. Our first winner. Uh, should we call him a winner? I don't know. <laughs> Where is he? There we go. Oh, I already have him up here. Hang on. Jeff, why don't you uh, give us a couple facts about the anti-monitor, uh, if you will, my friend. Not to get too much into the weeds, but yes, the anti-monitor was from the antimatter universe. So he appeared in what is arguably the most important comic book crossover to ever exist, which was the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Even if you're not a comic mm -hmm. nerd, you may have heard of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Anti-monitor was the big bad in that particular crossover. The Flash died. Supergirl died. Entire universes were killed by the Anti-Monitor. So this is amongst the biggest bads there's ever been in DC Comics. Uh, and yeah, he, he's he's a bad dude. Yeah, the Anti-Monitor, uh, as far as I understand it, is, is said to be immortal. Um, there's only one time that he was actually killed. And, if, and I could be wrong about this, but if I remember correctly, he was only killed one time. And that one time that he was killed, he was basically recreated. He was reborn in his own universe to then just come back and start all over again. So as far as I know, he's never been killed. He has been defeated multiple times by different using different tactics. Um, but as far as I know, he cannot be killed. Is that is that what you're understanding? Pretty, yeah, well? it's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, he's a universe destroyer. Like he he is about as powerful as a as a being gets within the DC universe without being like, you know, the one above all or the source or something along those lines, right? So this guy mm -hmm. is the heaviest of hitters. So whoever's going to go up against this guy, it's going to get interesting. I uh, just on a quick side note here, uh, Andy Monitor was created by Marv Wolfman and uh, George Peer. I don't know and Jerry Orday. First two, Marv uh, Wolfman and George Pierce. This is not the first or the last time you're going to hear those names. Um, they're going to come up again later. Uh, and he first appeared actually in Crisis on Infinite Earths, number two, uh, in 1985, May 1985. Uh, that was how or why he was created was specifically for this storyline, which kind of broke DC, right? I mean, it was... Yeah, the DC continuity was all over the fucking place. They had all yeah. these different Earths and world, and 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 writers were off doing their own thing. So like, yeah, you know, someone was supposed to be here, and it turns out they were there. So the continuity was such a giant mess. They were like, "Fuck this! We're gonna condense all the Earths to one single Earth with one continuity and one history, just to make it easier for people to jump into DC Comics without having to worry about where all these characters are." And it kind of worked. But it did mean that they took, imagine where you're looking at Marvel right now in the MCU with the multiverse and imagine all of that just fucking disappears and there's just one place where the core characters are and that's it. You never see a variant. You never see a different Spider-Man or anything. That's what Crisis did. It tried to make it into one Earth. And this guy, this anti-monitor, was the one doing that. He was gobbling up alternate universes. so That, that there sounds was awesome. Yeah. Doesn't it, though? <laughs> I wish that would happen to our yeah. MCU. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? Yeah. For all of us tired of the fucking DC was tired of it back in 85 kids. So yeah. 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 All right. Let's, uh, let's respin the wheel here. See, uh, who the anti-monitor is going up against. Can't just talk about this guy for the next nope. 40 minutes. Nope. Killed time while you were doing the thing. Which I'm happy Doomsday. See, 
you know, th- this is this is where I'm I'm a little where a lot of these are brackets, yeah. Yeah, the where where the anti-monitor is a universe killer. I mean, Doomsday is a mutated, not a mutated, but a genetically yeah, genetically mutated Kryptonian, basically, right? So he's 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 Superman on steroids. He's not like a world destroyer in the sense that yeah, I don't know. Like this for me was the weak link in these picks, and and he goes up against one of the bigger bads, right? He took, like the two extremes, which yeah, you were trying to avoid, which I was trying to avoid. So this no, is what you happens. know what? Though this is good. This is good because you're you're basically setting the power line, right? Like we've got probably arguably the most powerful being in there, and now the least powerful being in there. So this kind of gives you guys a sense of where the great the range is. If you're familiar with these characters. This is the range. Doomsday is not a pushover. Like he literally killed Superman back in the eighties. Like he's he did in know. in his literally his first appearance. Well, not his first appearance. Yeah. He had his first appearance, and then the next time he was in in, in next month's episode or, or book, killing Superman. Yeah. So literally, that's how this character got its his start is by breaking Superman's back and just and beat him to just, death. Yeah, beat him to yeah. fucking a pulp. Right. So. Uh, he's no slouch. He Alan really talking isn't. about it. I remember when that comic made global news. It did. It did. Everybody was did. talking about the death of Superman at the time. Yeah. By the way, in the same the same year is when Bane broke the Batman as well. When Nightfall happened, that happened in the Correct. same year. Batman's back gets broken and Superman dies. Is, is they were dead. really fucking with their main characters back in that year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that did launch all the different supers, right? Superboy and Man of Steel and uh I forget who all the, and, yeah. yeah, I forget who they all are, but Superman and those guys. Um there was a bunch of cool stuff that came out of that. Uh but yeah, it was a bit of a weird and oh, then they and bring, spoiler alert. Superman lived. So yeah, yeah I was just saying, then they bring uh, Superman back as this well, weird. Well, technically he never died. I have the entire uh, run of comics yeah, in the back there. It, so I mean, technically he never died, but yeah. I mean, regardless. Now, okay. Now we're really getting into the weeds on that one. But <laughs> uh needless to say, Rob, why don't you tell us uh what Chat GPT has got to say about the anti-monitor versus doomsday? Oh, sorry. You did. Oh, and you did the bio on Doomsday already, right? You said what he was and everything else. Yeah, genetically. Uh, I mean, I kind of did. I mean, yeah. Doomsday basically was created. He's he was created in a test tube from Kryptonian DNA. Uh, he's said to be anywhere between two hundred and forty-five and three hundred thousand years old. Which I don't understand because in some stories, I was under the understanding that they created Doomsday specifically to kill Superman. But no, I don't know. I guess that's not no. correct. No, um, ancient Kryptonian weapon, basically. But the, the thing with Doomsday is he, his regenerative powers make Wolverine look like a puss. Like he can yeah. recover from almost any level of damage as far as that goes. So he just keeps coming back. But again, I'm curious what ChatGPT has to say when these two face off. You know, this is the problem with using ChatGPT 3.5. It really doesn't want to take a stance. However, no, no. it should make some good points as to what it each does of make some characters is going to bring to the table. So, right? you know, if the battle were to focus on pure physical confrontation, Doomsday's adaptability and strength would pose a significant threat. However, the anti-monitor's cosmic powers and reality warping abilities could potentially give him the upper hand in a broader sense, which I tend to agree with. Um, 
you know, ultimately, this is where ChatGPT fails you. Ultimately, without a specific storyline or set of circumstances, it's challenging to definitively determine the outcome. I can tell you the outcome on this one. And I didn't even hear of either of these two before this move, before today. Not sure. Doomsday, I know that one. This one's going to the anti-monitor. Yeah, in chat GPT yeah, it, four, it does say, however, given the anti-monitor's cosmic scale, the advantage, he would have the advantage in such a competition. So I, I think it'd be hard pressed to pick Doomsday winning this in, in almost any scenario. Yeah. Right. You're right. He would destroy your world, but he'd destroy your world and he'd beat yeah. Superman. But like right. we're talking about yeah. planet eaters. Here. I think Doomsday is probably the pinnacle universe. of what would be like a, a earthbound sort of bad guy like yeah. Superman. But as far as the big cosmic battles go, yeah, he's just gonna get folded in half, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean if 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 running rampage loose on Earth, he would probably destroy civilizations. And, but, and, he has. and he has yes right but you know when you talk about the anti-monitor who will literally like eclipse a universe yeah in the multiverse right i mean you gotta talk i mean that's the thing with the anti-monitor is you gotta think about him at the multiverse level so i think we're not even in the same boat here uh by the way isn't seven twelve eight feet no that would be seven thirteen. no i don't know maybe it is yeah, seven twelve is eight feet. Yeah, <laughs> seven foot twelve is the same as saying eight feet. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, you found this week's Easter egg. Moving That's on. Right. Good job, Andre. We're gonna send you a T-shirt and a hat. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that was that was a bit of a ridiculous one, if you ask me. I mean, that was again the weakest link versus you know who one of for me is probably one of the well one of the top two anyway. So we'll see. We'll see. Hey, you know, who am I? I'm just the spectator here. I don't make the choices. I don't make the rules. I mean, I kind of do make the rules, but do this again. Who's going to be our next fighter? Oh, Surter. I mean, I think. Are we going, are we going Surter versus Anti-Monitor? Or are we going to pick two more here? No, now we're going to pick two more. Okay, got yeah. it. You're going to end up bracketing them down. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Exactly. Paying attention. Paying attention. Yes, so for those yes, of you guys yes. who are wondering who Surter is, if you've seen, in fact, that's a screenshot from Thor Ragnarok. That's He was the big bad You know, at the end of the movie where Hela's like, you can't defeat me. And Thor's like, no, but he can. And the giant fucking dude on fire with a huge sword mm -hmm. destroys Asgard. That's mm -hmm. her. So from myth and legend, the guy that that brings about Ragnarok and destroys an entire planet. Isn't mm -hmm. that hanging on your wall behind your head there, Jess? Right that's her skull right there. Knock that tiara off your head. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So he's a big bad. He's a world. Oh, star. that's There's a no crown. Question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My crown. I, I thought it was a big eyebrow. It's a crown. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Surtur, I mean, yeah, I think everybody that's watched Thor knows who Surtur is. I don't think we got to go into too much details. I mean, I think his story is basically kind of always the same. Yeah, it's a cycle. Um, it's just a cycle. Ragnarok's a cycle that keeps... Yeah. So, so he's yeah. He's destined to destroy Asgard. Exactly. And there again, there is no killing Surtur. I think you can only contain the flame. Right. Something I think that is important to understand. You can't kill him. No, um, because he's literally the embodiment of fire. So, yeah, could yeah, you destroy not, the not, crown? Though I don't he's know. Not a 
fire giant. He is the fire. He is giant. the fire I would, giant. I would mm -hmm. assume if you had the ability to destroy the crown, Thor would have done that when he when he did knock it off his head and take it back to Asgard. Like if the ability to destroy the crown was a thing, then it would have been destroyed. I understand in the movie it was a plot device to be able to defeat Hell at the end, but still, mm, for sure. Oh shit! Oh boy, now here we go. Things are gonna get real. Here we go, Galactus. Oh hell. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Now, please don't be confused, guys, by the Galactus that appeared in uh, the Fantastic Four 2, where it was just a giant amorphous cloud. That's not who Galactus <laughs> is in the comics. That is Galactus. His age is unknown because he was around at the beginning of the universe. Galactus is essentially a celestial, which mm -hmm. is one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel Universe. And Galactus it feeds on life energy to be able to sustain his power levels. He gets that life energy by literally eating worlds, mm -hmm. entire worlds. And he's as big as if you've seen Eternals, and I know there's about four of you that have, that the giant red multi-eyed Eternal that appears to the people of Earth that's like thousands and thousands of feet tall. He says height 28 feet. He's not 28 feet. He's way fucking bigger than 28 feet. He's so I think we need to talk about that for a quick second because you're right. He's a big giant in the sky. His, his uh, the, uh, you know, the circle on his forehead is is the size of planet Earth. Yeah. Um, but when you're reading comics where they're fighting Galactus, he's not the size of a galaxy. He's 28 foot tall and he's... Uh. A giant in cities, right? Gotcha. Um, I think is Galactus just to eat him up or something? He, he might. I so I I mean I don't know. Um, Galactus is literally a like a force of he's a force of not even of nature but of the universe. Like he's like a like a, a universal constant. Like he serves a greater purpose in the overall universe to cull these worlds of mm -hmm. life and energy. Mm -hmm. So it's it's almost like a like he's a he's a balancing force within the universe itself. So mm -hmm. the who was defeated here, by Squirrel Girl? Listen, all right, let's not. Just saying, <laughs> terrible, absolutely. So listen, terrible. there's there's nothing wrong with him being defeated by Squirrel Girl. I think there's, there's one a... major flaw How... How did... in Galactus's character, which I guess was implemented to make him interesting, is. He doesn't destroy worlds because he enjoys destroying worlds. He's destroying worlds because it's the only way he can survive. Because if he doesn't eat planets, he will die of hunger. And that's basically how she beats him is by using morality on him. So, um, yeah, you know... Uh, this I, is I an interesting matchup because you're you're basically looking at two world destroyers, like two guys that have the power to to destroy a planet. Just Surtur only destroys the same planet over and over again, and Galactus destroys any planet he comes across. So correct. That's, that's I think the key is matchup. is if Galactus both comes across lists. Asgard, and Surtur is about to blow up Asgard, and he says, "No, Asgard is mine." Who takes that planet? Uh, that's a really good question, man. Galactus has a lot of technology. Surtur's got a giant fucking twilight sword. So it's it's almost like Surtur dude, is is a fire demon. Galactus is uh an eternal. God. Or not eternal, but a celestial. Yeah. He's uh 
I think wasn't he a new god? Wasn't he? Didn't he? Wasn't he no. created well, for the new gods? New gods are DC and Galactus is Marvel. Oh, so. duh, that's right. It wasn't yeah. him that was the yeah. new god. I'm almost was... positive they consider him a celestial. So, yeah, Rob, well, he probably is. Hey, hey Rob GPT, what uh, what does our AI chatbot say about this possible matchup between these two guys? It says, while Surtur is a formidable opponent, his strength and abilities are often tied to the sword, the Twilight Sword, mm-hmm. in the realm of. Mispulheim. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's where the fire giants live. Yeah, so he can't, he can't really... Yeah, that's how it's pronounced officially. Um, he can't leave that realm, and he's tied to the sword. So I think that's his disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Or maybe mm-hmm. his weakness, maybe not his disadvantage. Um, Searcher is a powerful giant, fire giant in Asgardian mythology. He's often associated with the fiery realm. Superhuman strength, durability, and control over mystical fire. I don't know. I think um, I think Galactus would take this one. Yeah, I mean, again, educate me a bit about Galactus here. So, is he is he bound by any limitations into his realm the way Searcher is to the fiery realm? No, like JS said, that the key would be like situationally, if you wanted someone to defeat Galactus, you would find Galactus in a remote part of a galaxy where there were no planets sustaining life to consume. The longer he goes without consuming a planet, the weaker, the weaker he becomes. He so if you get him to a point where he's just fed, you're fucked. But if you get him to a point where it's been a while since he's eaten, you have you would have a realistic shot at him for sure. Mm. I mean, ChatGPT4 says, you know, Galactus possesses godlike powers and is nearly invincible. In a battle between Surtur and Galactus, Galactus would have the upper hand due to his cosmic, cosmic abilities and his ability to tap into the power cosmic. So I think yeah. Galactus is going to be a pretty tough out, guys. I'm not going to lie. Like Google mm-hmm. straight up says Galactus, comma, easily, period. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I think I have to agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah. Would, I would also agree. It's kind of Victor it says I want Galactus to eat him. I mean, it'd be yeah. some spicy dinner, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, if he's hungry, I feel like desperation there. I know what I'm like when I'm hangry. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, yeah, boys, yeah. what's going on, Noah? What's happening, buddy? Uh, yeah, beers, yeah, beers, beers, beers. Is Noah coming to TCC? Um, I, I mean, right now I think he's, he's done not school, sure, isn't he? Oh, okay. Uh, right now, he's not 100% sure. Um, uh, dead shot versus bullseye. Him. Yeah, Wayne, when when we... Sh- this is all the big world beaters. When we get down to some of the street-level heroes and villains, mm-hmm. dead shot versus bullseye would definitely be a good one. Yeah. No question there. I mean, they're basically the same... Char- well, they're not basically the same character, but they're similar in 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 their powers and, and yes. whatever. Never miss. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll get yeah, yeah, yeah. Patience. Uh, what time is it right now? It is seven thirty-five. Seven thirty-five. So I mean, all right, this is this is moving along, and whoop! I just clicked the wheel before sharing it on screen. There oh my we go. god! Green Lantern versus Ben Ten. Uh, Green Lantern. Trigon. Whoop! Those this is this one here. Titans, you should know yeah. Who Trigon is. Um, this one is a little bit of a wild card for me. Um, I, I, I know who Trigon is, um, and Trigon is, is a demon, um, who typically 
for every storyline that I've seen with Trigon always ends up with him backing off because of Raven. So in a fight with anybody else, I don't, I don't know how he backs off and how you stop him. I don't know there there is any stopping him, is there? So he's specifically weak to uh, or vulnerable to power, powerful magical forces and beings, which is why he probably shies mm -hmm. away from Raven all the time. Specifically, Azeroth magic, which is what Raven practices, or Azeroth magic. Sorry. Well, he's her dad, right? He's her dad, so he's susceptible to her. But yeah, again, he's another I mean, guy with like reality manipulations. Yeah, you know, like ridiculous mind manipulation uh, and magic. Magic is always like whenever we do these. Magic is always like sort of like the wild card element of it. Yeah, there's, there's so many yeah. different things you can do with magic that you can't just do just be like being powerful and such, right? So mm -hmm. is he tied to a realm the way um, Surtur is? is? Yeah, kind okay. of like he's always I almost consider that like... I think yeah. the jewel on on uh, Raven's forehead is is what he's contained in. I know he's right. he's typically trying to get into the, the you know, our universe and our world usually mm -hmm. through corruptive magics and everything else but yeah he is typically tied to the realm wherever they wherever the demons exist he's just the, the lord of the demons in that particular realm so sounds like a yeah. them problem yeah All right. uh, What's he going up against as far as age here 13.7 billion years old okay sure well that's and the then, age of the universe so yep. yeah and then uh height and weight i mean i couldn't find any information anywhere um i mean he could be whatever he could look however he wants to look. <laughs> those are some, those are some, Victoria keeping us honest here. Those are some tiggle bitties. Yep. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, bro's got some pecs gains, baby gains. gains. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's bring the wheel back. Who's he going up? Again? Hey, we only have three left on the wheel here. Oh, here we go. Thanos. Here we go. And this is why I have a contingency plan in place. <laughs> because I think everybody knows that there is yeah. a very... Do I really very... have to explain Thanos to you guys? I'm pretty yeah. sure everybody knows who Thanos is. There's a very, very, very big question when it comes to Thanos and him being in a fight. Because we've always said that the pretense of UFC is as one character bumps into the, the other character unprepared who wins that fight but with Thanos that really depends on when they meet because if he has the infinity gauntlet I don't think it matters who he's fighting against no it super doesn't I guess if the problem with Thanos is and I know that the Marvel movies kind of like ruin this but like in the comics Thanos had the infinity gauntlet for one series in his 50 years in comics, he had the Infinity Gauntlet mm -hmm. for one comic series. He never had it beforehand, and he never had it after. Thanos is a lot like Doctor Doom, where he gets really big into sorcery and technology. That's what makes Thanos so powerful. So to mm -hmm. say that he would have the gauntlet on him would be like a 0.1% chance just bumping into him at a random time. Because he mm -hmm. held it for such a brief amount of time in the character's overall history, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily Especially mean when he, he had all this. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, I would say this, though. If we're talking about world destroyers, 
Thanos, well, I guess no. I guess he destroyed uh, many worlds along the path of trying to find all the stones, I suppose. Just half of them. But half of the universe was destroyed because of the gauntlet, right? So, And the funny part about this is, too, and again, it's because of the MCU. They couldn't make it. Like, in the comics, when he gets the gauntlet, he's not just, like, trying to wipe out half the universe. He is trying to do that to please death, but he literally becomes the most powerful being that's ever existed within mm -hmm. Marvel Comics. He became a, a, a god among gods. In fact, all of the cosmic gods and entities came to stop him, and he just, like, wiped them all out with a thought. Like he became the ultimate Deus Machina. Like, and it's, it's the the it really got powered down a lot in the in the movie universe in the comics. Mm -hmm. He was in the end actually the heroes didn't even defeat Thanos. In the end, Thanos defeated himself because that was the only way they could resolve. Not in the comics. In the comics, yeah, he absolutely did defeat himself. Well, he left the gauntlet, he left the gauntlet down. Nebula picked it up. It, it there's even a huge, okay, fair enough. There's but... a huge panel that literally says. Thanos ultimately defeats himself every time he becomes gets the upper Nebula hand. was instrumental in, in defeating Thanos. Yes, correct. Um, but the, the the comic even makes a, I have the comic. It makes a point of saying that he's every time he gets to a point where he finally has the ultimate advantage, he ends up defeating himself because he's a nihilist, and that's just mm -hmm. where he gets. To. So at the end of the day, I think that would actually play a factor in this fight too. I mean, you know, that's that's not a bad point. That's not a bad point. Considering, I'm not sure how you really defeat Trigon unless you have Raven on your side or or magic. Let's be honest, right? Um, if you have magic on your side, you may be able to do something. But without that, and if you, if Thanos does not have the gauntlet, I don't see how he makes it. If he does, if by some coincidence Surtur shows up in the middle of Infinity Gauntlet or uh, Infinity War, who knows? Who knows? So, what does the uh, AI say there, buddy? <clears throat> well, it says Thanos is a powerful character in the Marvel Universe, often depicted as a formidable cosmic villain. He possesses superhuman strength, durability, and intelligence, and is particularly known for his quest for power and the pursuit of the Infinity Stones. Trigon, on the other hand, is a demonic entity. It is primarily associated with Teen Titans. Trigon is an immensely powerful demon lord with reality-warping abilities, magical powers, and vast cosmic influence. So I think what he's saying there is that, like, like we started with this in the beginning, these two run into each other in a dark alley. Thanos doesn't have the gauntlet on him. He's toast. Yeah, he gets folded, for sure. It's going to yeah. be one of those, like... like it's how it would black, be how black bolt, black bolt here can defeat you with a word from his mouth and she's like what mouth like that's kind yeah, of like, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's how that fight would go like trigon mm -hmm. would it would be like thanos and, and hulk in beginning of infinity war right <laughs> is that even hulk they depowered it's that so disappointing so that was so disappointing they yep. just ruined him yep. all right so we're calling searcher here is that what we're or, or trigon here is that what we're saying it's gonna make a lot of people. I mean, mad, for but... me, yeah. In this fight, if if we're agreeing, he does not have the Infinity Gauntlet. For me, Trigon takes it. It it, it I don't see how Thanos yeah. takes it. If he's got the Gauntlet, I mean, you can just name him the winner now because that literally gave him, you know, mastery over all time and space. So and reality mm -hmm. and all the all that jazz. So if we assume he doesn't have it. Then so yeah, there's a caveat. So I don't know. Maybe you can put a little like a little asterisk there, like. 
We don't. We could almost have had two characters for Thanos, like Gauntlet Thanos and non Gauntlet Thanos. <laughs> yeah, mm. you know what I mean? Because it's two vastly different power levels for those two characters. Thanos is powerful, but not obviously not on the same level as some of these other guys if he doesn't have the Gauntlet with him. So, like Thanos without the Gauntlet can beat the Hulk. Thanos with the Gauntlet can destroy half the universe. Right. Right. Yeah, like exactly. yes. Um and and that's movie by the way too I think I think if the Hulk meets if the Hulk met Thanos in a dark alley and doesn't have the gauntlet oh. that, that's that's going to be a much more interesting fight than it turned out to be in the movie that's for sure it's not the, such an easy fight way. everyone was hoping for yeah exactly if it was that Ed Norton Hulk man he would have folded Thanos in half yeah that yeah, Ed Norton Hulk the whole was, the whole oh, thing dude, would have ended man. right there. <laughs> I love the Ed Norton Hulk. It looked just so angry and and ripped and pissed Rage. off all the time. Like like how you want Hulk to look, not just like a big sulky green guy, but like a guy that's actually filled with rage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do miss that 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 particular Hulk, but I had to make yeah. him more friendly. Mm -hmm. Anyways, sorry, we're going off on a tangent. Yeah, that's quite uh, all right. I, we're gonna call think, this one for Trigon. Yeah, I think that I think Trigon wins that fight. For you. Hey, listen, that leaves only two characters <laughs> on the wheel. I mean, no, I don't even know if it makes sense to spin the wheel, but might as well spin the wheel. To oh, sure. See who we're going to introduce first. And apparently we're introducing Dark Side first. Guys, Dark Side and Brainiac, really both big DC characters. Dark Side. Uh, both very, very much involved in Superman storylines. Um, although I feel like. Well, well, let's talk about Darkseid first. Uh, let me bring him up here. How about you uh, tell us a little bit about who Darkseid is? While I, oh, there he is right there. He was originally brought up in a pocket universe. The, the New Gods were created by Jack Kirby, who came over from Marvel Comics, who was their biggest creator at the time. And the New Gods were never meant to interact with the rest of the DC continuity. They were meant to have their own continuity. Darkseid mm -hmm. was God and ruler of, of the evil world apocalypse, and he had a... A counterpart named High Father, who was like the good, the good one. But they were literal gods, and they called themselves the new gods, as opposed to the older gods, like your Odins and your Hercules and all those kind of guys. So, uh, yeah. And Thanos has been the big bad throughout DC. Once they did bring him into the main continuity, he's been the big bad so many different times. You could make the argument with Darkseid as well uh, that you made with Thanos. Darkseid with the anti-life equation is pretty much completely unstoppable. Without it. He can be beaten. He has been beaten on multiple occasions. Mm -hmm. So it really comes down to kind of where you want to put his power levels at. But he's a tough out regardless. Like he's literally. Which is interesting. Universe. Go ahead. Rob. just want to inject here. Chad GPT said that that's actually a weakness. Mm -hmm. Obsession with the anti-life equation can distract from strategic decision making. So. 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Because he is a brilliant strategist when he's focused on whatever his particular goal is. But if he gets a whiff of that anti-life equation, he's like... Anti-life equation, by the way, would give Thanos... Oh, sorry, would give Darkseid basically dominion over the entire universe. He would be able to manipulate the will of every living being in the universe. The anti-life equation. So. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's why the he's The anti-life equation can also control his will, which is one thing he is very afraid of um, and is willing, I think, at times to lose the anti-life equation rather than let it fall into somebody else's hands. Because uh, that would stop him in his tracks pretty quick as well. Uh, and then finally, guys, there's only one left. Just for shits and giggles. Bring him up. 
Spin the wheel. Who could it possibly be? Who could it possibly be? Oh, oh, I wonder. Oh, yeah. It's Brainiac. That's right. Brainiac, also a major DC villain. Um, I feel mostly a Superman villain. He's definitely uh, with the whole Candor storyline. Um, for those who don't know, Brainiac again is a world destroyer going from world to world. Sorry, he's an AI. He's an AI that goes from world to world and uh, destroys the world, sucks it of all its resources, and then will keep a souvenir, usually in the form of a city that he miniaturizes and puts in a bottle. Um, I don't have mine here, uh, but in a little like snow globe type thing, you'll put a city in there, mainly the city of Candor, uh, which was not... Was was Candor on Krypton? Candor wasn't on Krypton. Candor was a separate planet. They've they've messed with it. They've messed. Yeah, with it. I forget. At first, now. it was like a piece of Krypton that broke off after it destroyed, and then otherwise, and then it was a moon of Krypton. Like there was a whole different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless, Either way, it was a city that he kept. The key to Brainiac too, by the way, guys, is that as he's going through these worlds, he's absorbing all the not just the resources but the knowledge. Mm-hmm. So he is like the ultimate fucking AI. Like this dude has the knowledge of thousands and thousands of worlds stored in his databanks. So he's a very, very he's kind power. Of if knowledge, if knowledge of power, then then it doesn't get much more powerful than Brainiac. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's kind of DC's version of the Borg. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. Again, Brainiac has been defeated on multiple occasions. Actually, there are a number of Brainiacs. For those that don't know, um, there's been you know, I I, I want to say up to thirteen now. Um, I think Brainiac five being the good one that was in the League of Superheroes, Legion of Superheroes, yeah, or the Legion of Superheroes. I think that was Brainiac five. I think that that yep. was yep. that one was a good Brainiac, mm-hmm. uh, usually a bad Brainiac. Um, but he has been defeated multiple times. But again, another. Very, very big heavy hitter, world destroyer. I guess the question is, who takes this one? I would say Dark Side personally, but I mean, I'm a I'm a big Dark Side guy, so I, that might be where I'm kind of coming from. Uh, Brainiac comes up to Apocalypse and starts taking it to apart, assimilate it, yeah. Uh, you think you think Darkseid beats him? I think Darkseid one shot him with his Omega Beam, and that's it. His, no. his giant space Dark- is gone. Or I think Darkseid throws Parademons at him to weaken him, and and multiple Parademons at him. Calls Granny Goodness, gets her Furies involved. Like Darkseid is not just Darkseid. Darkseid has an entire planet at his disposal that he rules with an iron fist. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at midlife, eh? Yeah, Richard. Whoa, Brainiac would be an awesome cosplay, wouldn't it, though? Yeah. As soon as yeah. you said Borg, like, uh, he got Richard's mind thinking, like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done that before. I can fucking totally do that. Yeah, no, totally. Richard and you have that. the perfect the perfect look for it, too. Like, that's, yeah. Brainiac would be amazing. Yeah. Especially if you're able to incorporate, like, lights. Brainiac has a lot of, like, light oh, up yeah. things all over him which yeah makes him look wicked comes in what, what do you think js before we yeah i mean i think you're right i dark side you know brainiac is is very strong and he's been a thorn in the justice leagues but um but not like dark side um 
of course, it doesn't matter if you're talking Brainiac. It doesn't matter if you're talking Dark Side. It feels like when Superman shows up, everybody at the pool. That guy goes down. You know, I feel like every storyline where Dark Side shows up, there's always a way to get take Superman out of the equation, right? Whether it's you know the Joker killing Lois, whether it's you know, there's a bunch of different different versions of the Dark Side story that Superman becomes evil and Superman basically destroys the, the planet for him, basically. Um but Brainiac, yeah, I don't know. I, I what is it what does the AI say? I think I think Dark Side, but what does the AI say? Okay, so what the AI sees as the strengths of these two uh, characters, Brainiac is a formidable opponent due to advanced weaponry and strategic planning, but he may lack the raw power of some of the other cosmic entities. Mm -hmm. But it thinks a little bit higher of Darkseid. Um, two points. One, possesses the Omega Effect, a reality-warping energy with vast destructive power. And two, I think you mentioned this, JS, he's a ruler of Apocalypse, he commands vast armies and advanced technology, enhancing his overall influence. When I asked ChatGPT to rank all these characters, it placed Brainiac at number eight out of eight and Darkseid at number two. Yeah, so I mean... The AI yeah. calls it Darkseid. Victoria has a great point here. She says, if they met on the street, could Brainiac do anything against the Omega Beam? Probably not. No, especially I mean, since he's an artificial life form. I think that I think he absolutely dies to the Omega Beams for sure. Yeah, I mean, and he's he's not just an artificial life form. All of the well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's what that means. But he's not just like an AI consciousness. That there's the whole android side of him, and if that dies, then he dies, right? Yeah, that or at least at least he's defeated. It doesn't mean he's dead, dead, but yeah. So he can yeah. be defeated by disrupting or infiltrating his highly advanced technological system. So. You are right. All righty. There you go. Well, that has now officially set our top four with the Anti-Monitor, Galactus, Trigon, and Darkseid. With our two big hitters facing off next, the Anti-Monitor and Galactus. Now. I wish this would almost have been the last one. because I, 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 I kind of knew yeah. how it worked out, but, yeah. you know, the Anti-Monitor versus Galactus. Um, I think we've been pretty clear about the powers of both and, and, and all that stuff. I think that Anti-Monitor, because of how he operates and how he basically bends universes and, and can like just, you know, make things disappear, right? He just this, this doesn't exist anymore, right? Like, boom, you're done, right? Like, I don't. On this list of right now, without any cele—not uh, celestials, but um, what's the celestial version of the in the DC universe again? Uh, uh, new gods. The, the new gods. Without a new god, there. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, yeah, the Ana Monitor is a tough out. As soon as I suggested it to you, I'm like, yeah, this. I mean, he's been defeated. He was really only in the one major conflict, and he he did lose. Correct. But there was a whole set of circumstances. It's not like the heroes just punched him and he and he lost. There was a whole Spectre. thing. 
there was a whole thing that they had to do to get him to finally lose. And, and it involved technology it involved resonance frequencies or it involved a whole bunch of stuff. So I think just on our, on a chance encounter between Galactus, even though Galactus is eternal and a force of the universe and the anti-monitor, it's probably going to be the anti-monitor. If Galactus is just fed, it definitely makes that conversation a lot more interesting, but Again, the Galactus has been it was introduced in the Fantastic Four. He can't beat a stretchy guy, an invisible girl, a guy that is on fire, and a dude that's made of mm-hmm. bricks. Like I mean, it's come. It's like it's one of those like, and it took an entire universe to defeat the Anti Monitor. So I think you got to give it to the Anti Monitor person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What does Rob GPT say? Rob GPT agrees with you that this one's going to the Anti Monitor. Because he has been portrayed as a multiverse level threat, capable of consuming entire realities. It's pretty hard to beat that, right? Yeah, little, I mean, it's a little OP. I'm not going to lie. Bit. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that guy was going to be a tough out right from the start. So mm-hmm. he's only we got one into, like, weakness. Or... Guys, yeah, blame it on uh, Jeff here. He's the one that suggested Sorry, man. the anti monitor. I suggest the anti monitor. Sorry, what's the weakness, even... Rob? Uh, vulnerable to powerful beings with a connection to the positive matter universe. Right. And as far as I know, nobody else on this list has a connection to that uh, that universe. Yeah. yeah. Universes, man. Sorry, oh. man. That's Sorry for introducing this guy. We were trying to find all the big heavy hitters, and uh, this is pretty much the heaviest of the hitters. So, yeah. Let's see. He's a tough out. Um, wow. Next leaves us with Trigon versus Darkseid. Ooh, I wonder if they've ever fought. <laughs> Same with Darkseid and Brainiac. I'm like, I wonder if there's actually an example of them actually fighting, but probably not. I mean, they are in the same universe. Uh, let's see. Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Yeah. That's when, how they hold back. I remember now. That's how they hold back Darkseid while trying to save everybody else. Oh, right. Is they release, uh, they release uh, what's Trigon. his name? The magician guy. Um, yes, Constantine. Constantine releases Trigon. Raven's like, are you sure this is what you want to do? He's like, trust me, I got a plan. And then he releases Trigon and Trigon's like, let me have that. And then Trigon actually teleports Darkseid to basically hell. So, and then, yeah, that's how they get rid of Darkseid. So, I, I, I'd i like to say, considering it's actually happened, and Trigon took that one, I, I'm going to pick Trigon in this one. Yeah. Plus, what are the Omega Beams going to do against a demon that bends reality? Like, what are you even shooting at? Like, do you know what I mean? No, no, no. I agree. Yeah, and a chance random encounter between the yeah, two. Yeah, I, I, no. I think you're probably right. I, I think it's probably Trigon. Hmm. Rob, what do you think? Well, ChatGPT's. Uh, what 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 ChatGPT thinks about this? Uh, when I asked it to rank them all, who it thinks would be, be mm-hmm. who? Dark side is uh has it over Trigon. But really? based on what you're telling me, I, I sort of agree with you too. But according to now you keeping in mind, I mean this is only trained up to 2022, so I don't know when that storyline came out that you're talking about, but 
it happened in the animated universe so it's it's i don't uh, i don't know if that would necessarily be considered canon or whatever but well no fair enough uh it was in the um the last movie I think, no, it wasn't the last movie in the War series. It was the second to last movie in the Justice League War series of movies. Um, so not that long ago. Mm. Like well, in the last it, 10 years, maybe? It thinks Trigon's weaknesses is vulnerable to powerful magical forces and beings, which we already know. So would the Omega Effect be a powerful magical force? I don't think so. All right, well, we are going to override ChatGPT here because the AI is not always right, despite what they want you to believe. I think we're going to go with Trigon on this one. I mean, we almost have to. Uh, let's see what mine here says when I ask it. Right, it says here, in direct confrontation, it's conceivable that either character could emerge victorious based on the creative direction of the writers. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. similarly... Right? The cosmic Power. and mystical natures of both characters add an element of un unpredictability. Um, I, I, you know what? I, I, I feel think like another takes one. It. I'm gonna agree with you guys because you seem to know what you're talking about here. But um, is Trigon not another one that's bound to like a dimension? Yeah, and I think that's kind the of. key. Is is if 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 like what happened in the in in the animated, if he had the ability to pull Darkseid into that dimension, he's gonna fold Darkseid like a cheap shirt. Mm -hmm. If he has to fight Darkseid on Darkseid's turf, then Darkseid's probably going to win that fight. It's gonna be it's gonna take everything he has, but he's probably gonna win that fight. So it, it kind of depends on where the fight's taking place yeah. and whether try to manipulate him into his realm as opposed to having to fight on Darkseid's territory. So, but we've but kind of said it's canon that. Uh, Trigon has already beaten Darkseid in 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 a in a singular fight that they had in a mm -hmm. uh, uh, in a in a in a cartoon basically. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I think that lends credence to having Dark or Trigon win. Mm, I feel like with Trigon's reality bending powers, again, if they bump into each other, what what are you even fighting? Right, he can make you see whatever he wants you to see. So. Yeah, I don't know. Which I think, for me, if, if if we're saying Trigon, that makes for a very interesting matchup at the end because the Anti-Monitor, a being that can basically destroy universes, is fighting off against Trigon, a being that can make your universe look like whatever he fucking wants it to look like. What do we do there? Who's who's victorious in that? Can how can the any monitor destroy Trigon again when Trigon can just make the any monitor think that he's back in his own universe all of a sudden? Yeah, no, I, 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 no, 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 I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, this is a little elementary because we already know who's going to win the next fight, but still. I do think it's probably Trigon seven times out of ten. You mean so? So you're talking about versus Dark Side? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I think so too. Hundred percent. Yeah. But if you apply that same thing now to now our final bout, the Any Monitor versus Trigon, does the same rule apply? No. Can Trigon make the Any Monitor see whatever he wants to see? Can I don't. He... I don't think it would matter. 
No, you don't think so? I I, I don't think so, no. I, I Again, what's what, sure, all these illusions are great. Let me just take your universe and fold it in half. Thanks. You're all done now. Oh, that demonic realm that you thought you had? That's I just ate yeah, that's it. That's gone. delicious. Yeah. Anybody got any Tums? It's going to be a little heartburn. It was a little smoky. A little, that was a little spicy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Not a spicy uh, asserter, I'm sure, but. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I a, think as far as that goes, I think I think Trigon would be hard pressed to even with all the magic and and everything else that he could bring to bear. I think he'd be hard pressed to beat Yeti. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is what you're saying that when I told you, okay, we're doing this this list of characters, and you said let's add the anti monitor in there. Yeah. You were basically stacking the deck, is what you. Were I was saying. not. You wanted all the heavy hitters. You had a couple of guys on the list that were not. That were just going to get like they were even less power than Doomsday. And I'm like, they're not going to. Yeah. I thought I'd just throw some names out. I did mention a couple of other people that you didn't choose. This is this is one of the ones that you put on the list. So here we are. Sorry, guys. He he he, he cheated. I did not cheat. He cheated. I swear to you. He set this I up. Swear to you, I did not. He set this up. Guys, champion UCF number two, the anti monitor. That's right. Uh, to be honest, I was kind of hoping that Galactus was going to come out on top of this one, but you know, I don't see how. I just don't. Yeah, that would have been the better fight, I think, but mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> rigged. Hashtag Jeff wins. Mm -hmm. Guys, I was mm -hmm. just trying to help round out the list with the most powerful bad guys in each universe. That's all we were trying to kind of go for. They had to be bad guys too. Like there were obviously we didn't mention the Beyonder, which would have been a good one to to invoke mm -hmm. from Marvel. Like there were other powerful beings we could have gotten in here, but ultimately all these bad they're all villains. So they've ultimately all been defeated at some point or another. So it's not like they're nigh omnipotent. Just in the bad guy face off, it's probably going to be the anti monitor that's gonna win most of those fights. Correct. So, that's correct. And, and he guys, guy. We sure. are gonna keep doing these guys, yeah. just so you know. Uh, I know we said this last time and it took like almost a year before we did another one. Um, I want to bring back the UCF, you know, regularly. So hopefully every month and a half to two months, we'll have a, a UCF episode. Because Marvel always beats DC. <laughs> Not in this case. Well, yeah, I mean, DC kind of won this one, but well, yeah, it, it the, ended up being DC versus DC at the end anyway. Who was the, do, do, who, who won the last round? Uh, UFC won. Uh, UCF won was Voldemort, wasn't it? I think so. All right. I think yeah, it, was it was just a mix of different of different characters, and yeah, and again, the, cool. the, the, I think, like and you, yeah, you had so many. So. Face offs, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a ton, and and yeah. they were just random matchups, right? We can't exactly. Uh, I like the idea the moving monitor. forward of of us kind of picking the matchups, like picking the brackets moving forward. I think yeah. that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, that we, we can make sure and, that it's going to be yeah. better when it kind of comes time, but mm -hmm. yeah. And we oh, can even have tournaments, good, right? We yeah. can have a villains tournament or a magical beings tournament or uh, where every time we do a UFC, uh, we have one of those fights is for the that tournament, right? And and we tally it up at the end of the year. I don't know. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to try some different stuff. So make sure you keep watching because I think, I think I have fun doing these. So I hope you guys like it. You were going to say something, Rob. I was going to say, when it comes down to these like two characters and we say, well, it depends on this, depends on that. That's when we roll a dice. for the Yeah, event. 100%. So right. I had the dice ready to go. Um, I think the idea was specifically for 
our buddy Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. The idea with the dice was is we'd roll a dice to see does he have the Infinity Gauntlet or not. Yeah, get a D20 yeah. for that one. If you roll right? a natural 20, so, he's got the gauntlet. Yeah, we'll bring in some dice for uh, future rounds of this to maybe uh, make it a little more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Especially if we if we pick the fights, we got to incorporate something like that. Mm -hmm, for sure. Guys, let us know what you thought. Make sure you leave us a comment. Uh, actually, even if you're watching this now live with us and you're commenting in the chat after the fact, go leave us a comment. It helps the algorithm propagate the, 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 the episode through the YouTube sphere. The, uh, the algorithm loves comments. It also loves likes. There was a bunch of you in here earlier. I hope I see a bunch of likes here. I really, really appreciate it. Again, it really helps us out. We love that you guys watch us till the end. It's so much fun that so many of you guys watch the whole episode. You make this show. Hey, speaking, by the way, of likes and comments, for anybody that's been checking out the Zentai suit uh, tutorial that we put mm -hmm. up there uh, the other day, uh, yeah, it's got a bunch of likes and comments. So, guys, thank you so much for checking that out. We're going to be doing more of the cosplay PSAs. So if there's specific PSAs you'd like to see one of us do, throw it in the comments of that video or shoot one of us a message or whatever, and we'll do our best to address whatever cosplay questions you have and do a, a briefer PSA. That one's, I think, about 11 minutes. We're going to try to keep them under 10 minutes so we can keep your guys' attention for longer, but that's just a, the, the beginning of what we'd like to see bringing to you guys some, some informational stuff, some tutorial stuff for cosplay stuff. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, thanks everybody that's commented uh, so many nice comments and, and shares and, and likes on that video too. So if you haven't seen awesome. the episode or the video, go watch it. Um, fantastic information in there. Yeah. Guy. One simple little thing that I didn't even think about before was the zipper. I think you, I forget what you call the it. The U zipper. The U zipper. Yeah. So, yes. Oh, God, now now I need again. to like find a new Xenomorph suit. Oh my God. <laughs> Not a Xenomorph so suit. Predator, Predator suit with a U zipper. Um, yeah. 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 Because, yeah. yeah, it's always like, uh, can you help me? Oh, the goddamn worst. Back <laughs> zippers. Ugh. Yeah, a good friend of mine uh, introduced me to the U zipper, and I'm like, "This is this is what's up, man. This is genius. Yeah. It's so much better." And dance belt, yes, Bob, dance belt, very, very important. If you forget yeah. everything else I told you in that video, remember your dance belt, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just free and free balling yeah. it. But yeah. being able to get in and out of your suit on your own is is clutch. Oh, it's key, right? Yeah, it's key. Um, that's one of the big parts of these stupid predators is we can't get in and out of them on our own, right? We need a freaking crew basically to help us out. Like it's yeah. it's too much. That's something we got to think about when Which we're designing me, our next excited, one. Excited, Jamie's coming along. <laughs> yeah. By the way, guys. Yeah. So if you didn't, if you weren't at the beginning of the show and you did not hear, uh, we are getting a booth at Comic Con. Uh, we will be there. Uh, we will be on the main floor. Uh, we do have our theme days on our Instagram. Go check it out. We will be having meetups, although unfortunately we won't have a photographer. At least we don't right now. There's somebody watching that is a photographer that would like to run a couple meetups every day. That'd be fantastic. We would love the help. Uh, wink, wink to any photog possible photographers uh, in, 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 uh, in the attendance uh, listening right now. I'm just saying. Slide into the DMs. Slide into our DMs and we'll see what we can do. We can't pay you with money, but we can pay you with love. Mustache. And appreciation. Rob, did you say mustache rides? I didn't say rides. I said tickles. Oh, tickles. <laughs> Way more wholesome. 
regular uh, regular show versus right, after dark. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I think that this is where the after dark show starts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This, guys, this is the only fans content right here. Thanks everybody for watching. Uh, we love you guys. Make sure you stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now, make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button, as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.